You're listening to Bachelor to Boyfriend, the podcast that teaches you how to manage your mind so you can show up as the best version of yourself around women. And now your host, certified dating and intimacy coach for men, Erica Davian. Hi, guys. Today, I'm going to share with you everything I know about limiting beliefs, what they are, how they are preventing you from showing up and living your life to your fullest potential, and most importantly, how to overcome them. This topic is so important because I see so many good men in the world who are having a hard time thriving. When I listen to them talk about their lives, I can hear just how much they want things to be different, and yet they don't really believe anything else is possible than the life they are currently living. And for me, it is so sad because I know that for these guys, the only thing that is holding them back is their own belief in what's possible. They think they can't have their cake and eat it too. That life is hard. Women don't want them. They think that in order to make more money, they have to work longer hours. Or because they haven't had sex yet, no one will want to have sex with them. That their past or how they were raised determines who they will be in the future. Does any of this sound like you and the thoughts rattling around in your head? If this is you, I want you to make sure to listen all the way to the end. Because by the end of this episode, you will be able to identify some of the beliefs that have been holding you back in your life. And I'll give you some new ways of thinking so you can start believing new things today. Not tomorrow, not next week. You can start seeing your life differently today. Okay, so let's get started. First off, you may be wondering, what is a limiting belief? Like, I've heard that term before, but I don't actually know what it means. And they go by lots of names. Like, I've heard them called belief ceilings by one of my coaches before, or as author Gay Hicks describes them, they're an upper limit problem. But whatever you want to call them, we all have them. Every world leader, every CEO, Every hot bachelor, every successful person, or your neighbor next door has them. Your own limiting beliefs are having a profound impact on how you are living your life, the action that you're taking, the choices you make, and what you believe is possible for you. So it's good to know what yours are so you can do something about them. But first of all, what is a belief, anyway? Sometimes we act as though beliefs are something bigger, more profound, or deeper than our ordinary thoughts. But really, when it comes down to it, a belief is just a thought. The only difference is that a belief is a thought we have had over and over again. If you have the thought, people are inherently good over and over again, your brain will eventually come to believe that this is true. Just in the same way that if you have the thought, people are inherently bad a hundred times a day, you would probably start to believe that that is true. But neither of these thoughts, that people are inherently good or bad, is ultimately true. Like, true with a capital T. Neither can be proven in a court of law. Neither is entirely factual. We're able to find 
evidence of both ways of thinking. And so that's what I mean by belief. It's not definitively a fact. Not everyone could agree. It's just a thought you have had so many times and your brain has come up with lots of evidence for it. So it takes it as truth. Now, a belief becomes limiting when it diminishes what you see as possible for your life. It's a thought your brain has had so many times that it prevents you from seeing what is available to you, like what's right in front of your face. Limiting beliefs are so sneaky because they stop you from living up to your fullest potential, likely without you knowing that you even had them in the first place. Often our limiting beliefs are so subtle or so inherent to our worldview that we can't imagine a life where they aren't true, unless you're working with a coach (laughs) who can help you see these things, help you see where these beliefs are limiting you and that there is something more that's possible. So let me give you some examples. I won't have the life I want. Notice how the brain presents that as though that's a fact. But we know it's not. We know it's just a thought. People like me don't get rich or people like me don't have a happy relationship. Things just won't work out for me. I will never find love. You can see how a thought like that, I will never find love, means that you would stop even trying (laughs) to find love, thereby proving your original thought right. When I finally have a partner in my life, then I will feel happy. As though it's not possible to feel happiness now with or without a partner. Or here are a few more. In order to be rich, I have to work hard. Could it be possible that you could get rich without working hard? (laughs) I can't make any more money than I am making now. Or I am not good enough. Do any of these sound familiar? Maybe you were explicitly taught some of these when you were growing up. Maybe you heard some of these echoed back to you by friends or society. And while thinking one of these thoughts just once may not seem like that big of a deal, thinking them so many times that you start to believe them can have toxic, limiting effects. Your life can start to feel small rather than expansive. I love the way that Tony Robbins describes limiting beliefs by saying, holding these limiting beliefs is equivalent to systematically ingesting minute doses of arsenic that over time build up to a fatal dose. It's the things that you are choosing to believe every day that are slowly, incrementally shaping the life you are living. Because when you start to believe thoughts like these so deeply, well, then you start to play small. You don't take risks in life. You live inside of what you know rather than living inside of possibility. Now, here is the really sneaky thing. Your brain will come up with evidence to believe whatever you choose to believe. I often like to give the example of how our brains are like a dog playing fetch. Whatever we believe, our trusty, loyal brain will go out, find evidence that it is true, 
and bring it back to us, just like a dog bringing back the stick. Whether it's evidence for a thought like, I can have everything I want in life, or I am not worthy. Either way, your brain will come up with all kinds of examples, anecdotes, memories as proof that this thought is true. And to make matters worse, limiting beliefs make it so that your brain won't even look for options or solutions for the things that it doesn't think is possible in the first place. So here's a little example from my life. Before I was a coach, I was a school teacher. And I remember how I used to think I can't make any more money than I'm making now. It was just a fact in my mind. I pointed to all the evidence of the teacher pay scale in my school district that was literally written out on paper based on my level of schooling and how many years of experience I had in the classroom. There was no negotiating my pay. It wasn't like a corporate job or something where you could go and ask for a promotion or a raise. Nope, it was all written out on paper. And while it was true in some ways, what I got paid was 100% based on that pay scale. It wasn't true that I couldn't have made more money. Looking back, I feel so silly because of course I could have made more money if I had wanted to and if I had believed it was possible and looked for solutions. I could have sold my lesson plans online. I already had a blog for my classroom. Why not repurpose some of that and sell products through my website? I could have worked during the summer months. I could have been an after-school tutor. Or rather than giving 100% to my full-time teaching job, I could have given maybe 80%. And I still would have been a great teacher. And then I could have dedicated the rest of that energy toward an after-school position, right? These are all just different ideas that I didn't have at the time because I had this belief, I can't possibly make more money than I'm making now. And because I believed that it wasn't possible to make more money than I was already making, my brain didn't even bother to think of these possibilities. Some of these opportunities were right in front of my face, and it wouldn't have taken that much more time or effort compared to what I was already doing. But because I had focused my mind on the belief that I couldn't make more, it limited my ability to see what was right in front of me. Like, let's look at your beliefs around love. A really common one that a lot of people learned from their parents and caregivers is that relationships are hard, right? Have you ever heard that one before? Now, of course, just like any other thought, you can likely come up with reasons why this could be true. You could find evidence that relationships are hard or point back to relationships in your life that you see and think are hard. You can remember times when you've seen two people get in an argument or maybe you've felt the loss of a relationship in your own life. Maybe you've felt the discomfort of a disagreement or been annoyed at someone else's behavior. All of this is Totally real and valid. But if you are walking around believing this large, overarching belief that relationships are hard, it's going to limit how you approach and behave towards relationships. When you're thinking that they're hard, you're likely to feel hopeless and maybe never even try to start one with someone you like. 
Or when you believe that relationships are hard, you may feel drained when you're in one. And you may just accept that someone is treating you badly because you think it's supposed to be hard. Or maybe believing that they're hard makes you feel nervous and therefore you don't show up as your fullest self. You're always hiding. Maybe some part of you is actually a little afraid to even get in a relationship because you believe it's going to be so hard. Basically, when you believe that relationships are hard, you're setting yourself up for relationships that are hard or you make your current relationship harder than it needs to be. So what if instead, like just try this on with me for a moment. What if instead you believed that relationships are easy? Couldn't you also come up with evidence of how this is true? In many ways, relationships are easy. They can make our lives more pleasurable. They can make our lives more convenient. We have someone to share the load with of household chores or the emotional burden of ups and downs in our lives. Relationships can be easy because sometimes it can be easier to talk to someone who cares about you than to simply be left alone with whatever's going on in your own mind. So if limiting beliefs are, well, limiting, then why do we have them at all? Why would your brain want to believe something that makes you and your life feel smaller than is true? It's not that you're broken or crazy or different from everybody else. It's because you have a perfectly normal, perfectly functioning brain. Think about what the brain's job is to keep you safe and to do so with as little energy and effort as possible. It's sort of like your brain is this weird overprotective parent that is always trying to keep you from ever being hurt. Like, if your brain could have its way with you, it would probably have you wear a helmet all the time and have guardrails on your bed so you don't fall out and hurt yourself. <laughs> but the rational part of you is able to say to your brain, it's okay, brain. This whole not falling out of bed thing, now that I'm a full grown adult, I got this. Yet limiting beliefs keep you operating inside of your comfort zone, and your brain wants to keep you there as long as possible. It's like you're living life with a helmet on and the guardrail up. When your brain thinks something like, people like me don't get rich or people like me don't have a happy relationship, then you don't even try to get rich or have a happy relationship. That way you never have to feel disappointment. When you are believing that when you finally have a partner in your life, then you will feel happy, you are only delaying feeling happy until the day you have a partner. Your brain gets to keep you living the status quo, which it knows is safe. And when you're thinking something like, in order to be rich, I have to work long hours, you will never figure out how you could be rich and not work yourself into the ground. It doesn't mean that there isn't more that's possible for you. It just means that starting to believe something different may take you out of your comfort zone. Imagine who you would be if you didn't believe thoughts like these. What if instead you believed, I am learning how to build wealth. I can be happy now with a without a partner, and I can be happy with a partner. I'm going to figure out how to be rich while only working 20 hours a week. 
relationships with all their ups and downs make life interesting. I make an incredible friend and partner. Even if I don't have many friends or a partner now, I can still believe that's true. Really just let the possibility of these thoughts sink in. How might you feel differently in your life? How would you show up differently if your brain came up with evidence of these thoughts being true? So what are you going to choose to believe on purpose? That's what you get to decide. Okay, friends, that's all for now. I'll catch you next time. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Bachelor to Boyfriend, the program. It's 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with yours truly to help you finally move past the internal barriers between you and the relationship you want to create. Check it out at ericadavian.com. That's Erica with a K. And if you're curious, make sure to get your name on my mailing list so I can tell you next time doors open. My newsletter is my favorite way to connect with you all, and I respond to every email I receive. I can't wait to see you there.